on this episode of Designedly. I was proud of it at the time, but it was terrible. Is Gateway even still a company? I don't know if they even exist anymore. Get this, I wanted to change Liquid's name to Aqueous. I used a green screen to actually like superimpose myself into the city. And that's all coming up on this episode of Design of Hey there, I'm Luke and welcome back to Designedly. This is episode 12 of the show and I'm super excited that you guys have joined me on this episode. Um, it's not like a special episode or anything, but um, I thought this is kind of an important thing to talk about um, because it's something that has really um, like been part of my life throughout my entire life. Um, and that is the deal of like consistency. Consistency has always been sort of just like a major struggle for me for some reason and so um i thought today i would talk about first of all um or maybe we'll put this at the end <laughs> i'll kind of tease it a bit but um like why this podcast was even created in the first place like designedly as a whole um but also like my overall just like dealings with making consistent content and consistent branding and all that stuff throughout my life and um, how everything has sort of led up to this episode right here. So um, I decided to split this episode up into two different sections. Um, so the first one, the first part of the episode, I'm going to be talking about branding. Um, and the second part, I'm going to be talking about uh, content specifically. So um, I guess yeah, <laughs> let's go right in. So um, when I was when I was pretty young, um, I I loved like um, I was a huge fan of Microsoft Office. Microsoft Office was like the biggest thing for me. Um, I just like I like I, of course I had a Windows computer right at that time. It was like a old Gateway laptop. Um, I remember is Gateway even still a company? I don't know if they even exist anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I just remember uh old gateway laptop right and it was booted up with like powerpoint 2010 i think um that was my number one like program of use at that time of my life because i wasn't doing graphic design i was like maybe on the internet occasionally but you know that was at the time when it wasn't really as developed like i wasn't on social media or anything like that so i literally had no idea what was going on um so uh I started this sort of like series of PowerPoint presentations. It's kind of hard to explain. Um, so the first one was called My Video, and that is like one word, capital M, capital V. Um, and so the concept for that was basically to like make a media player, I guess, but it was out of Microsoft PowerPoint. Like I literally made a presentation um if you've ever fiddled with the controls of this program um you'll know something called a hyperlink um also just like links in general i mean they they tend to get around a lot you know you use internet links to go to different web pages on the site or internet web pages you get what i mean um but um on microsoft powerpoint there was a feature that you could literally take any object that you put onto a slide and you could link it 
to another slide. So that was actually really helpful because I was able to literally build like a sort of makeshift program, I guess. And then there's also a way to save a PowerPoint presentation where um, double clicking on the file literally only brings up the presentation in full screen. So like there's no like you have to go into the document into like the edit section and then press like present like it would literally double clicking on the file would just go into the thing. Anyway, I'm probably describing this way too much, but um, like that was like probably when I was uh, I want to say like nine, I think is when I started like working on that sort of stuff, which I feel like is what really fueled some of the later um, you know, projects that I would work on, like, for instance, I now call myself a web designer of sorts, because I actually have quite a lot of, uh, quite a lot of experience with that. But, um, yeah, so my media and my video, and actually, I remember now the first one was called On Film On Demand, but that's sort of getting to the entire idea of what I'm trying to get with this, because I made probably at least five projects I think and they all basically did the same thing the problem is I was really bad at just keeping up with what I was doing so maybe I'd start one with like one sort of user interface design right and I'd be like oh this is trash and then I go down onto the next one and then the next one and then the next one you understand how this works I'm sure but um I feel like that was sort of my first dealing with like this sort of inconsistency where I wouldn't even finish one of these projects before I would go on to the next one. And so I just constantly have kept trying to improve my work. And it's not that that's a problem necessarily, but I have a problem finishing things, I guess, because I'm just ready to move on to the next thing, sometimes even before I'm done with the last. And um, so then going on from there, I guess, um, like another example of this in action is my YouTube channel. Um, those of you who have gone to LFT, which I now call it, um, you know, you will know, you will see the uploads and realize that um, I have been all over the place in terms of scheduling and stuff like that, but also branding. Um, when I first started my YouTube channel, I had this very like, I really wanted it to be this like uh, city vibe to it, if that makes sense. So um, everything like, uh, so I had this like intro thing, um, if I even want to call it that, I guess it is. Um, I had this intro thing where I took like just a picture that I got from Google Images of a city and then another picture I got from yeah. <laughs> um, and I basically put uh, like words, like I think it was, I put quality tech video and then I put like my name on the next one. So there were like two different images, right? Um, and then I, I'll use my like literal zero Photoshop knowledge and like sort of like put one of the buildings like in front of the words so that it sort of like gave it a look like the words were actually like in the city and stuff. I was very proud of it at the time. Um, but so that like, uh, that was the first intro. So basically I had like two pictures and like, they would like scale in, like if you've ever seen like a slideshow or something, like it's sort of that vibe, added some music to the background and it was golden. But, um, that was like the first one. And then I, I like, I think probably six months later, I worked on another intro that was a similar concept, but I actually use like videos that I found like some um, like stock videos of once again a city, but I think that one was a lot more impressive because not only did I 
was I able to actually um, like put uh, words into the city in a video, which was moving. But I also used, <laughs> wait for it, a green screen. <laughs> I used a green screen to actually like superimpose myself into the city. My gosh. <laughs> but um, after that, just like everything went down, you know, like shortly after that intro, I switched literally everything up on my channel and I decided to go with this like super white, clean look and stuff. Like it was like white, gray and black. Like those were the colors um, and everything sort of followed that scheme. Um, and then after that, I moved on to orange. Like I had this very like orange and pink scheme um, and like it was like all these straight edges and then I went to like rounded edges and then I like for a while I was using like only gray like it was just like gray and white I think it was but um as you can tell like I just I can never stick with something you know like I'd literally make like two videos and I'd update everything on my channel so people wouldn't even know like the consistency there and my logo was also a great example of this when I first started YouTube, I made a logo. Back in the day, I didn't really understand how logos work. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but um, if you haven't listened to a previous episode, um, my original logo was basically like this, um, like it was an L and an F and a circle. And in the middle part of the L and the F, so like uh, like the the back end of the L and the bottom end of the L and the the left side of the F, like they sort of formed this like rectangle in the middle. So I was like, you know what? Might as well put an iPhone home button there and a camera notch thing. So I put like a phone inside of the L and that I was proud of it at the time, but it was terrible. And then um, I updated to um, like a uh, like sort of this weird design with like um, it was uh, I think it was trying to, like, make the letters L and F. I don't know. It was weird. But basically, it's, like, a box and another box. But they were, like, stacked on top of each other. But one of the boxes, like, was transparent on the inside. And so um, that made a weird look, too. But then I ended up actually using that design. And I, like, took them, like, the two boxes apart. And then that's basically the logo I have now. The thing is, that's over the course of, like, I don't know, two years like like I I just kept changing my brand like I wouldn't let it just be the same um which I guess is sort of the problem that I have been having as it's sort of a pattern here which I think goes back to um my like I, I just have a problem with perfectionism perfectionism is something that um I don't know I guess it just really affects me um I like to I like to constantly be improving, but the problem is that sort of inhibits what I'm actually able to complete. And once again, um, as I've stated before in this podcast, consistent branding is really important. Like as a person who has now been in the design business of sorts for um, going on uh, four years. Wow, that's crazy. Um I mean, I've educated myself a lot on this and consistent branding is really important because people need to understand, like, you know, they need to, they need to remember what you're doing. They need to know who you are. They need to understand, like, this is the brand, you know? So if they see a logo 
And two years later, they see that logo again. They're like, oh, that's the same brand. But if you keep changing the logo all the time, then there's there's no consistency there. And then you basically lose out. And that's why um, so many companies um, like really have a hard time with the whole rebranding thing because it is an actual risk. Um, like, for instance, um, if you look at a company like Ford, for instance, right, let's just let's just put Ford out there. Um, Ford, in my opinion, has a very old fashioned logo. It looks like something from like iOS six. It's this very like bubbly design, right? It looks three dimensional and a three dimensional logo sounds good in concept. But once again, you have to think about things like print media, for instance, when it has to be entirely black and white, that's problematic for a logo like Ford. Um, and so a lot of people however, know the Ford logo as the Blue Oval, right? That's how they recognize that brand is they know it by the Blue Oval. And it's not necessarily that there's a problem with that per se, but the thing is they've been so neglecting to that logo design that they haven't changed it at all because people recognize it, people understand it. And so therefore, why would they need to? Because they're making so much money and chances are if they do a rebrand they'll probably end up making less money based on solely the fact that people won't know that it's ford or people will think that they're changing or that their intentions have changed or that their product quality has changed all of these things play a role which is why rebranding however great it usually is like i'm always a huge fan of rebranding it does have its limitations and it's definitely why uh or at least part of the reason why i just i i kind of like i'm really disappointed in myself for the amount of times that i've done this you know the amount of times that i've made the mistake of not keeping up with branding in many different areas so um i guess uh going off of that in this branding section I'm going to talk about the solution, or at least the solution as of right now. Uh, it could change. This is all tentative, you know, um, as of uh, September 7th or September 8th. I don't know whenever this podcast actually launches, but um, of 2019, I just would like to point out, this is the pet project. This is what I've been working on. So once again, um, Liquid is another thing that has definitely gone through many iterations. So first of all, Liquid with a UID at the end, right? L-I-Q-U-I-D, the original Liquid. Some might refer to it as the new Liquid, as that was the username at the time. But that went through so many design iterations. The logos changed so often, and it was just embarrassing, which is why I decided to do one final rebrand for Liquid when I changed it to L-I-Q-U-U-D and uh, updated the logo and sort of worked on all of the the color and stuff like that. And I don't think there's a problem with understanding the color science or the the um, the typography or something like that. If if you have to change that from time to time, usually that isn't the worst thing ever. Um, but especially like if you're going to change the logo or like the main mood of the brand, then there's a problem there. Um, which is why um, this recent color rebrand, if you guys have seen on Twitter or on Instagram, is a really, really big deal because um, it really represents 
I guess, sort of my maturity in the area of um, consistency. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, I founded Liquid with a UUD <laughs> um, in 2018, right? 2018 and we've been using that logo ever since um but the thing about it is um you know sometimes I look at the logo and I look at the the name of the company and I think oh wow I could change this but why would I want to because I don't know I just think something else is better and usually when an idea hits me then I just go for it and that's a really bad idea and I don't recommend it <laughs> um so like Recently, I've been like literally as of a couple weeks ago, I was even considering changing everything like I wanted to change the colors and I wanted to change its actual name to get this aqueous. I wanted to change liquids name to aqueous and it's not necessarily that that's a bad like name for company. I actually really like it. Like, don't get me wrong. And that's why it struck me so much. I was like, oh, wow, that would actually be a really good name for a company. The thing is, there's a lot of logistical things and I really don't want to figure that out. Um, and I'm really glad that I decided not to because that would have saved me or I did save myself just like a world of pain um, because coming up with branding and all of that stuff is a real pain. I'm just going to be honest. Um, but like part of the idea for Aqueous is that it's um, not only does it go with the the um, the main A's of tech, right? So there's Apple, there's Alphabet, which is Google's parent company, um, which Google created. That's a weird situation. But anyway, <laughs> and there's Amazon. Those are like the three big tech companies. So um, and that's also something that like stockholders notice, I guess, as well. Not like Liquid has stockholders, but um, I guess I was thinking about the future of the company and what I really wanted to be known for. And I thought that was like a really like corporate sounding name, like Aqueous, you know? Um, so, uh, and I think it's, it's a very attractive name for sure. Like I, I don't know, I'm just drawn to it, but, um, talking with some of the people, especially like my family and stuff, like helped me realize this is not the right move. Like, um, I don't know if, my sister is listening in. <laughs> um, Caitlin, I appreciate your input um, because she was the one who finally got me to realize like, she's like, Luke, you don't need to change the name of the company. Like you just, you don't like, sure, maybe that's cool, but you don't have to change the name of Liquid. You worked really hard to make Liquid the brand that it is. And um, also um, working on some uh, stuff to really explain that more. Um, I know we haven't been the best at doing that, but some videos are coming soon about that. Um, but that really helped me to realize this is like, like I don't have to change the name of the company. If I change the name of the company, literally everything that I've worked for over the past less than one and a half years um, is just for not. It, it was like, I might as well just, you know, <laughs> hang up everything because that would mean like the, the liquid logo, for instance, is literally spelling the word liquid, which kind of takes away all the meaning if I change the name to aqueous. And that's just a whole nother thing. Um, and so what I ended up doing is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. And that's called the, uh, or that is that manifests itself into the liquid color rebrand. The liquid color rebrand is something that I am extremely proud of um, because I think it shows 
a bit of self-control on my part, which I have previously not shown in terms of branding and stuff like that. Um, so uh, the liquid color rebrand, in case you haven't seen on uh, Instagram or Twitter, is basically, um, I want to say uh, three, four weeks ago, maybe even less, I don't know. But um, we decided to kind of create a very streamlined um, set of guidelines for how each of the brands of liquid use and like recreate color. Um, and so that was like the biggest part of it. So um, like uh, basically... Uh, I decided that the main liquid brand is only going to use the dark ultramarine blue color and not the mint green color that we are using for a long period of time. Um, especially you could notice it in our old social media icons and stuff like that. We were using both um, like a dark blue and a mint green shade. But we decided, um, I, I delivery with some other people as well, it was probably best if liquid stuck to one color and some accents to that color. So we decided to go with like a lighter, like more towards the white shade of that same blue. And I think overall that has turned out really well. But then of course, um, that also meant a complete rebrand for the colors of Dive, which I'm very excited about. If you haven't seen those, be sure to check them out. Um, so that means not only is yellow going to be part of it, but we're also going to have like this really nice classy purple and this really nice classy red. And they all look super great together because that was what they were designed to do. And so there's also rules on how each of those colors can collaborate with each other, which I am extremely proud of because I've never like done anything like this before. The amount of detail in the proposal definitely shows, I think. And so there's other brands like like Design of Me now has its own color scheme, but um, we didn't change any of the colors or Sans has its own color scheme now. But once again, none of the colors were necessarily changed, but we now have an official set of rules, like a constitution, right, for like how we want to use those colors. And I think it really, really shows. But the main thing I wanted to focus on the, with this rebrand, though, is um, like one of the things that we did was uh, uh, so basically the liquid logo, right, is the only one of the liquid set of symbols that um, doesn't have the same width as everything else. So like the Sans logo, the Designedly logo, they all have this very streamlined width and the liquid logo is a lot thicker than those. And so. I kind of wanted to see if there was a way that we could um, we could change it so that it looked a little more like the rest of them. And so you can't just like decrease the width of the logo because that looks wrong. So instead, I decided to um, create an outline that was the same. And then I kind of like scaled it up. And that is what now is the current profile image for Liquid. I can probably link the Liquid. Yeah, actually, wait, the Liquid account should already be linked. So be sure to check that out. Um, but yeah, so that's like, that's going to be for like social media and stuff like that. When we're using all of the icons together, when we're showing all of the icons together, we now have a way to do that because we now have this stroke version of the, um, the liquid logo. And I think overall that once again shows great, um, self-control because I didn't just create a new logo. I just tried to solve the problem within the parameters of what's possible. And so that's for branding. <laughs> now going on to content, um, this is something that I think I can I can run through a little bit quicker. I know I know this podcast has been already going for a pretty long time. I didn't actually think it would be this long. Um, so um, 
mainly again going back to my youtube channel right as i kind of prefaced before um i have been very bad at keeping a consistent schedule um that's just something that i've been really struggling with um like back when i first started youtube i was doing one video every single week without fail like that was that was the thing and then um like basically that happened all the way up until the summer and then the summer i was like okay i want to push really hard for 100 subscribers so i was uploading like two videos a week like it was an insane schedule because honestly at that point in time i didn't have enough videography skills i didn't have enough cinematography skills i didn't have enough editing skills to understand that all the stuff i was putting out was really bad quality um so and i mean maybe maybe it was actually okay but i don't know <laughs> i i look back at it now and most of those videos are unlisted or private so um sorry about that <laughs> hit me up if you want to see some old videos but um that's not the point of this uh so uh i guess i i kind of determined that uh like around the 2015 point uh that even though like my channel was booming like it went way past 100 subscribers at that point like i think i like by the end of 2015 i had gotten it to like um like i, I want to say 300 already so it was insane it was an insane time in my life because like people were actually like tuning into what i made and stuff even though it wasn't that great looking back in retrospect but after that point I started to slow down because I paid more attention to detail in the quality of the videos. And so instead of two videos a week, it was more like two videos a month. And so um, that definitely changed how my channel kind of developed from there. And so after that point, like there was just a lot less content. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm super proud of the content that came after that. But I think overall, my push for perfectionism in every single area contributed to a sort of burnout like <laughs> and it wasn't even like I had a lot to look forward to but I was like I was pushing myself way more than I needed to to make good content and so that's why in you know I, I want to say like uh, September of 2016 um, I just basically quit the platform i like I, I didn't officially ever say goodbye in fact my last video is like i'm gonna make more of these videos <laughs> um but i unofficially quit the platform for two years i left it because i was just so sick and tired of the way i pushed myself to make better content and nowadays i think i have a lot more respect for the work that i do do and so i'm really trying not to let that impact the way i see things and then after that two years was up then i started to make content probably twice a week again and i was super happy with the stuff that i came out with actually like from october to i want to say february right that stuff was actually really good like i'm really proud of the content that i put out then like because i was actually trying to make new stuff and once again i was trying to be consistent because consistency especially on youtube is key as far as content is concerned um but then once again i don't know things got in the way and i took a break again and so now i'm literally just post a youtube video that i hope does well enough um but I guess I'm trying to recover it again. And so the cycle just kept on repeating and it looks like it might still 
Um, and there are other things as well. Um, there are other, especially social media, I've been really bad at consistency on there too. Um, but I guess now that I see that, uh, the timer is telling me that I really need to actually get on with this, <laughs> um, I, I decided, uh, to, to break the cycle. And so when we were talking about branding, liquid was that thing to break the cycle. Liquid is the thing that I did to break the cycle. And so when it comes to content and everything else, I needed a solution there too. And so that's where this podcast right here comes into play. <laughs> um, as crazy as that sounds, this podcast was literally created, literally created to test my ability to make consistent content. I'm not even kidding. Now I'm actually really proud of the stuff that we've done. We have done 12 straight weeks of designedly, except for one week, but that was, um, I couldn't really fix that. But I thought, okay, so obviously editing audio is a little easier than editing both video and audio, as I found out. Color correcting isn't a thing that I have to do here. Um, video transitions and animations aren't a thing that I have to put into this podcast. It's just about audio editing, which is actually something I really enjoy. Um, but this podcast was, uh, made sort of, I mean, it was made in the middle of once again, me taking a break from YouTube and it was me just literally trying to say, okay, let's, here's something that I want to talk about with liquid, right? I don't really know how to get it out there. What if I made, what if I was able to create a show that consistently could tell people about the things that Liquid is doing and about intention and all that stuff, which I am really passionate about, which is why I'm telling you guys about this struggle to begin with, because I really, really want to see a solution in every single area of my life here. Um, so this is that <laughs> this this show is that experiment this show is basically to help me to prove to myself that i can make consistent content and don't get me wrong i absolutely love making this content for you guys i really do um like this is this has been an absolute joy like making 12 episodes of this show is crazy and i can't wait for 12 more or 24 more or a hundred more episodes of the show if need be. Wow, that's a lot of weeks. But um, I think it's possible because what this show proves is that for 12 straight weeks, I can make um, a consistent podcast. And the hope is that I can carry this over to other areas of my life. Don't know if it's possible, but I'd like to believe so. <laughs> But I guess that pretty much wraps up this episode of Designedly. I really hope you guys enjoyed. This is a different one, absolutely. But as we are talking about things intention-based, I felt like it was necessary to tell you about at least my initial intention for the Designedly podcast. <laughs> like that's, it is the Designedly podcast after all. So here we are. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah that's uh that's gonna do it thank you guys so much for listening hopefully this was fun for i don't know your uh working or daily commute or whatever you're doing um and uh i hope to see you all next week but 
anyway, I have been Luke, this has been Designedly, and that is my struggle for consistency. I'll see you all soon.